Hey everybody, Baron here. Just a quick note about today's show, the content you're about to hear is heavily influenced by the work of Dr. Gabor Mate. So if you're interested in learning more about limiting beliefs, please uh, feel free to look him up. I found him on YouTube. He's got some excellent interviews where he dives deep in much more detail uh, about this topic. That being said, please enjoy the show. Welcome to the Baron and the Duke show. This is a Duke. I am joined by the one, the only, the legendary, the sensual, the arousing Baron. Wow, don't overhype it there. Listen, listen, you are a slab of man meat and the ladies need to know. All right, well, I'm okay with it. You're tantalizing. I'll, I'll allow it. You're like a like a slab of prime rib in the butcher window that I just can't <laughs> quite afford. All right, he's he's building me up. like Pumping him up, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I need that's it. What, that's, what, that's what you got to do to your bros. Anyway, we're going to get a little psychological on you. Yeah. You want to bring us in, Baron? Yeah, talking about limiting beliefs. Yeah. And, uh, how the things that you believe about yourself pretty much control everything you do. So your actions are governed by your beliefs. Right. And your actions define who you are. 100%. Like the, they said in Batman Begins. Oh. Yeah. It's not who you are inside. It's what you do that defines you. Oh. Who said that? Was that Liam Neeson that said that? That was no, that was uh, the the chick. Um, oh, I don't remember. Yeah, I can't remember what her name is. I, was, but I yeah. feel like it'd be harder if Liam Neeson said it, though. Yeah, probably go way harder. Anyway, it's true. So your beliefs basically define who you are. Agreed. And as long as you are aware of what your beliefs are, you can control them yeah. to some degree. But the problem is, is when you have beliefs that you aren't aware of that govern your actions and who you are without you even knowing it like a subconscious subconscious yeah. thing now what what we talked about it a little bit so what what gets you to have those subconscious almost knee-jerk reaction beliefs it's usually childhood trauma yeah it can be trauma from when you're older right but the vast majority of the time it's stuff that happens to you when you're a little kid right the younger you are the more easily you pick up these limiting beliefs right so at the time when you're developing getting your default settings going Right, because when you're an infant, yeah, the only way you have to govern your survival is by being a narcissist. Right. When you're a kid, when an infant specifically, huh. the only way you have to get your needs met is by having someone else meet those needs for you. Right. And everything is about you when you're an infant mm -hmm. because it has to be. That's how you survive. So when you're somehow you don't get your needs met, your narcissistic brain when you're a kid says, oh, uh, I have to develop a coping mechanism to explain why I didn't get my needs met. And it's my fault. Even though when you're an infant, nothing can be your fault because you have no control. You're a total narcissist. So you can't help but thinking that everything is your fault. No, Everything no. is about you when you're an infant because oh, okay. it has to be. I was gonna, I was gonna ask you to break down the narcissist statement because the narcissism, narcissist, I feel like is a, 
widely overused and abused term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, we're not talking about your boyfriend that... Right. All I mean by narcissist is that the entire world revolves uh, completely around you. Can't get outside of your own head. Because that's the only needs. way you, you survive as an infant. Right. Yeah. No. And I think that, yeah, I mean, that obviously extends into toddlerhood. Yeah, you know? but it, it slowly goes away in a healthy individual as mm. you get older. Mm. Because you start incorporating other people into your life. Right. Into your and world. into your psyche. Mm-hmm. And then a healthy person eventually, yeah, you start caring about other people and other people matter to you. I don't know. I have a 10-year-old, an 8-year-old, and a 5-year-old, and that's not happening yet. <laughs> it's I'm, still kind of all about them. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Yeah. Well, to, to, to a degree, you know, to give them their credit, they're good kids. I'm not talking shit about my kids. But, I mean, even in, even in uh, the childhood era, you know... It's still, I want to say psychologists came out and said they're basically sociopaths. Yeah. Well, your brain doesn't stop developing until you're in your twenties. Right. So they give them time, you know? Anyway, we, we have a, uh, we have a guest on today's show. Yes. It's, it's a rabbit. Yes, we have, uh, we're in, we're in the shop and, uh, my daughter's rabbit, Mr. Nibbles just took a little nibble out of your ankle. Yeah. He just jumped up and, and, and nibbled my pants because <laughs> well, hence his name. That's why we named him that. He nibbles things. Anyway, live audience today. Very exciting. <laughs> yeah. New step for the podcast. Why is this important? Let's let's assume that something happens when you're a child or an infant and uh, you pick up the belief that you don't matter. Right. Which is really, it's a very, very common belief that you don't matter. Right. Or well, that, the way that can manifest when you're older is either I don't matter, so like nothing matters and you fall into nihilism. Right. And you just basically give up on life. Right. Or the other possible, or there's probably more than two, but another possible manifestation is I have to constantly prove that I do matter. Right. And it's a hole that you can never fill, but you're constantly trying to fill it. So you become like a workaholic or. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and it may not even be just like one event for a lot of people. It's not. It's like a, uh, it's just a tragic lifestyle situation that you can't control, like parents yeah. separating or you know, desperately needing the approval of an absentee parent that just can't engage or, you know, even something more demeaning and, and sadly tragic than that. Something happens to where you're abused to a certain point. You, you, your default setting is to have an emotional reaction and come up with an emotional coping mechanism that gets you through that time at that age. Mm -hmm. But as you grow, it becomes a, rather than an asset, it becomes a fault. Well, yeah, these these beliefs we develop them for for a reason. It's not like um, we're crazy to develop these beliefs because they make sense in the moment. They help us cope with those situations. So right. if you believe that you don't matter because uh, you were you had a sense of abandonment at one mm-hmm. point, you develop that belief because that's the only way you can make sense of, sense of that situation. Now, where are we going with this? All right. So the the reason this matters is if you are trying to achieve something in your life but you have Mm. something blocking you right from achieving that like for some reason you just can't develop the habits that you want to develop or um you love to start your own business but whenever Mm -hmm. you like start your company or your business or whatever you just can't get yourself to do the work or even if you get to the point of pulling the trigger and actually founding something you know maybe it's just so intimidating because you have these preconceived notions and yeah. you don't know why, because it doesn't it doesn't make sense. That's the problem. That's yeah, yeah. 
our base mode is not a rational being. Yeah. We are animals. Our, our base level is that of an animal. Correct. Where we're acting completely on instinct and right. on a subconscious level. You run it through the fight or flight filter. Yeah. But what separates us from animals is our higher self, our conscious self. Right is uh, able to act rationally. Exactly. And operate counter to our programming. Right. And, and that sounds bad, but oftentimes operating counter to our programming is quite necessary. In well, it's, it's not just like, okay. Like, it's like my programming wants me to eat donuts oh for every God. meal. Donuts are so good though. So operating against that programming is completely necessary for keeping me healthy. Right. But the, and that's the thing. I mean, your 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 coping mechanism might be chasing dopamine. You mm-hmm. know, it, it could be from food. It could be from maybe like drug highs. It could be from approval. I think that's why, honestly, people so many people get sucked into doom scrolling on their phone. I I do it. You right, know? but I mean, I don't think the doom scrolling is the problem. It is a symptom of a exactly problem. exactly. So what are you? What are you trying to compensate for? What are you running from? Yeah. What? Are, yeah. What are you trying to escape from? Or what are you? Uh, what belief is holding you back from doing the thing that you actually have to do? And when we say belief, we don't think it's not like a personal dogma, right? It's it's literally just an irrational conclusion that you've come to at a point in your life where yeah. you did not possess the skills necessary to handle it in a productive well, like way. Like I said at the beginning, these beliefs are oftentimes unconscious or subconscious yeah we have them but we don't realize that we have them right and that's the problem is because your subconscious is an animal is that of an animal right it's ruled by that these beliefs that your conscious self isn't aware of right so you're you develop these habits and these behaviors that you feel you have no control over because it's that animal inside you that's running the show right i want to get in shape but instead today i just hermited myself and decided to chase the the good feelings by eating something that I shouldn't have eaten that will yeah. ultimately make me feel worse about myself but I was chasing the the short term yeah the other day I had an episode of this podcast I wanted to edit I wanted to go to the gym that day I wanted to meal prep for the week right those were the three things that I wanted to do that day this is on one of my days off from work so it's like I have all day to do these things it shouldn't take me that long but right Instead of doing that, I hopped onto the computer, played some video games, and pretty soon 16 hours had gone by. And I got nothing done, and I felt crappy about myself. And I didn't meal prep, so I ended up having pizza, which made me feel even crappier about myself. Right, missed the like, gym, had some junk food. I, I'm sure we've all been there. At oh, some dude, point. and regularly. What caused me to do that? It's like I wasn't particularly dreading any of the things I had to do that day. Right. I enjoy going to the gym. I even enjoy editing this podcast. Yeah. Or else I wouldn't do it. But like for me, I think it was I that I felt constrained, you know? Yeah. Um I I have a unconscious belief. Well, it was unconscious until I became conscious of it. That like after the growing up I felt like I lacked independence. Yeah. So I would like control over Yeah, lacked control over my life. And the way I unconsciously try to grab control was was by you know not doing anything by being unproductive digging your heels in not doing my homework yeah uh not studying right yeah digging my heels in exactly yeah and then then that still carries over to my life so now when i feel like i'm 
not quote unquote forced to do things, even though these things are things I chose to do, but it's just the way I frame it in my mind. When I feel like I have these things that I have to do, right? even though it's not that much, I'm like unconsciously rebelling against that. Right. Well, and, and that kind of, that kind of leads into other behaviors, right? So like for you, it was, you know, establishing the control, but for other people, it might be like a confidence thing that manifests, right? Like you said, starting the business, right? Talking to the girls, right? Talking to women. Oh my gosh. That's a tough one. I'm married and I still have trouble talking to her, you know? (laughs) Oh man. Like, Hey, is is she into me? Yeah, yeah, we've been married for 10 years. I still don't know if she likes me or not. You can't really tell. Three kids in, I I don't know. I don't know. You can never tell. You can never tell. But no, but on a serious note, those coping mechanisms and those, I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of people live in that like beta wave mindset where they're just following the instinct like we've been talking about. Yeah, they're just running the default program. And they run into a fight or flight instinct. And the problem when you filter everything through fight or flight is there's never a positive outcome. It's either you're scared to do something and you're scared of the possible outcome. So you don't do it. Elaborate a little bit on the uh, filtering things through a fight or flight. Okay. Like give an example. Like uh, simplest one I could think of is you get the wrong order at the restaurant. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. You have two options and a lot of people default to one of the two. You have, well, you have three options. The first default, you know, flight or uh, yeah, flight, right? You don't want to make waves. You know, you have some sort of childhood trauma or, you know, it could just be the programming that you experienced in school or something that happened. Yeah. I'm not going to make a fuss over it because I don't want to be that guy. I'll just eat the mashed potatoes when I asked for a baked potato. You know, it's close enough. I don't want to make waves. I don't want to cause an awkward situation. I'll just deal. The opposite of that is going complete Karen. You walk into it expecting a fight. And even if the person's trying to be reasonable with you, you know, you're already hyped up. You're in that fight. You've created a situation of the worst case possible scenario in your head and you're acting it out. Right. The third option is to rise above that feeling and understand. Right. There's nothing wrong with asking for what you you ordered. I'm paying for this. It's like, hey, listen, I I got the wrong order. Um, I'm really sorry. I understand you're busy. You know, being empathetic and understanding. Not being a dick about it. Because the the waitress ain't going to pie you in the face with it. And if she does, that's a free meal, right? (laughs) I mean, win-win. But I think that a lot of people fall into that. Like returning stuff. I think that's the reason that retail has it so hard. Because all these people are just in this mode, and if things don't go exactly according to plan, they hit that fire right, flight instinct. You haven't instinct. lived until you've had a lady scream at you for not accepting her coupon because it's yeah. expired. Right, but is. I mean, the, here's the thing. The flip side of that is that Karen is probably the sweetest grandma to somebody else, and it's just that fact that she is not existing in the higher self. Yeah, she's taking something personally without even realizing it. Because whatever lifetime experiences she's had... Her coping mechanism is choose fight, you know, choose fight. I got to do this. I got to fight. Stand up for myself. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe she thought that someone was trying to walk all over her at one point in her life. So now like she's not going to stand for that shit. anymore. Right. Exactly. And I think that even when you're a kid and you experience those traumas, it's the fight or flight. Either you choose flight, you choose to go, well, I'm not good enough. I deserve this. And you get into that, you know, narcissistic, nihilistic, you know, it's all about me. I'm wrong. Or a different personality type might hit that and be like, you know what? Fuck you. Mm -hmm. You know what? I'm going to tear you down with me. We're all going to burn motherfucker. 
it's just the different, you know, you have a different personality type, different upbringing, you know, two people in that same situation might have a different base reaction to it. But those two people are both capable later in life of rising above that, whatever coping mechanism that they've fallen into. And let's talk about how you do rise above that. Yeah. That uh, limiting belief. Because you are capable. You can talk to the pretty lady. We are all a base animal. Right. But we each have the capability to be a higher consciousness. And I'm not being all hippy dippy about that. When I say that, it's just that our rational selves that are, that, give us free will right is it's the what separates us from animals that's why i mean higher self it's just it's a level above the the base programming right if you want to get scriptural with it because when, when we say higher self the base self blah 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 it kind of sounds like the whole manifestation right you know the, the way i like to put it's it the is the spirit in the flesh the spirit in the flesh yeah. exactly you have the flesh which is the animal the flesh wants to to chase you know, dopamine. He wants to look at the ass on the internet. He wants to eat the junk food. He wants to sit there in the dark cave and just satisfy all of his immediate needs, right? The higher self, the spirit is the one that holds yourself accountable. That's the one after you miss out on all your, you know, obligations that you signed up for, you know, trying to maintain control. He's the one that convicts you. He goes, okay, you know, we're better than this. We're capable of it. Why am I in this pattern? What's going on? And that's the first step of becoming self-aware, right? It's all about awareness. So the reason that you feel like you have no control over these behaviors is because you're not aware of what is triggering those behaviors. Exactly. So the first step is to become aware of what exactly is going on. Which takes a lot of self-reflection and that is hard. Yeah, and it... Yeah, it takes meditation, self-reflection, therapy even. I don't know about therapy. It's for some people and it's not for others. Listen, you, if you need therapy, get a buddy, form a podcast. <laughs> that's that's what you need. I was going to say, therapy is more for the women. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go to the gym, go hunting, kill something, work it out. Buy a gun. I mean, you do whatever you have to do to figure this shit out, though. Right. If, if that's what it takes, hey... You know what? If if talking to a professional is what it takes, right? I I mean, fine. Right. Like for me, like like let's talk about the Duke's trauma, right? My thing is, I have a huge validation deal, right? Mm-hmm. And that that caused me in my younger days to I never went without a girlfriend after the age of fifteen. I don't think I went three months without being in some form of relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, and the validation for me there was, you know, physical contact, sex. Or just just having a, a girl think I was the bee's knees or, you know, like me enough for me to tell myself that. And that bled into later in life, you know, when I got a job, actually I got a job when I was 15. So around the time, same time frame, I became the workaholic. I was the one that signed up for overtime. I was the one that you could call on the weekends and come in. Even now I catch myself doing it, overperforming and signing up for more than is my ability because I have that. You always have to prove that you're worth. Exactly. Yeah. I got I gotta show I gotta show the whatever authority figure that I put over myself that I'm worth it. That yeah. I, I and and here's the thing if but I sit, it's like a hole you can never unconsciously right, fill. Right. It's a cycle because the only way yeah. you can fill that hole is by realizing that it's not really there. Right. Exactly. It's like because if I stop and think about it, 
my job, if I collapsed dead on the floor, would have my fucking job posted before my obit. Right. You know? Yeah, and they, yeah, they'd miss you for a little while, but like they'd move on pretty well, quick. Well, the people, not the corporation. Right. Yeah. You know? And, and that's what we're trying to get to is you have control of your destiny. Yeah. So awareness and then consciousness. Right. And I don't mean consciousness in a hippie dippy. Well, all I mean by consciousness is your decision. Right. That's like animals and children mm-hmm. run off of their default operating system, whereas adults choose. Right. Adults, the, the hallmark of being an adult human being is you choose. You have free will. Exactly. Yeah. So well, you choose yeah. who you are, how you act, and who you want to be. And, you know, in this culture, in this society, there is so much working against you because not only do you have the typical childhood traumas that happen here and there all over the place, you also have a nonstop feed of propaganda and social conditioning all the time that's yeah. geared at the younger age group. I mean, now with the the, the LGBTQ homo whatever you want to call it <laughs> right that bullshit the gay shit the like, gay shit exactly yeah, all, the all the fucking gay shit right <laughs> you have all these people that are just trying to figure out how to operate on earth and you're just bludgeoning them in the face with this yeah. like we got a whole month for guys yeah. who like to take it Men, in the ass we, women up can be down up like, can exactly yeah. so you're just throwing an already fragile psyche into this world of fucking make-believe bullshit yeah you know And when you're coping, when you're trying to get into those, you know, coping mechanisms, when you're trying to find a way to survive and you find this group that seems to be super accepting, but you have to accept their, their fucking dogma and their convictions of, well, I want to be accepted and I, I I don't want to make waves and I, I want everyone to like me and I, I want to exist in a harmonious way and I want to fit and I want to belong. I don't want to upset anyone. Right. So I have to be this, you know what I mean? The, it's, it's, it's the, you know, the, the moms It's like, oh, or man. I have to tolerate this. Right. Yeah. It's like the moms with the trans eight year olds. That kid didn't pick that, but right. the kid is Kid's resp- not old enough to pick that. Right. But it's responding to a traumatic situation. Yeah. You know, it's like my mom gets mad at me and yells at me. Everything I see on TV with the Disney bullshit now. Oh, it's normal. It's normal. Even if I don't feel like it, you know, and the, you know, trauma's response is to at least pretend you're on board somehow or go all in, you know, and it's, it's horrible. So, I mean, it's really, the odds are st- even, even in our generation, right? We didn't have the gay bullshit, but we had the whole, like they taught socialism in high school as, you know, God's gift. Right. You know, it's like, well, like it's free it's, healthcare. It's a right. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's sure. evil to, to resist and blah, 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 blah. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I do think that the healthcare system in the United States is very, very, very broken. Yeah. But the answer is not taking money from everybody. Let's not go down that path. Maybe we can go down there. Yeah, some we'll, time. we'll deeper we're, dive. We're we'll deeper dive. We're getting a little dive. bit out of the weeds there. But like, right. so the solution here is quite simple. Now, I don't mean it's easy. It's, it <laughs> no, is it not. Is not easy. It is the solution easy. is become aware of what you're not aware of. Become aware of the unconscious belief. Right. And then once you're aware of it, choose. Mm-hmm. Once you're aware, realize you have a choice. Now, that, you, that choice is your consciousness taking control. And it, it doesn't have to be like, I think what a lot of people, what they what they run into is they, they try to go 100 miles per hour all at once. Like you finally wake up one day and you realize like, I'm in bad shape and I want to get in good shape. Well, it, you I know. I understand what you're saying. Like, 
Okay. I believe, and you can disagree, but I believe that eating a meat-rich diet mm-hmm. with no carbohydrates and few vegetables is the healthiest way of eating. I don't disagree at all. Do I eat that way all the time? No. no. <laughs> Neither do I. I am willing to make some sacrifices in terms of optimal health right? in order to enjoy the food that I eat more. Now, when we talk about sacrifice... Well, hang on. Let me finish real quick. No, okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Basically, all I'm trying to say is that I am choosing right. to eat a perhaps suboptimal diet from time to time in order to enrich my life in other ways. Okay. As long as that is a conscious choice that I make, it's completely fine. The problem is, is when I lose my mind, eat a dozen donuts or eat pizza because I couldn't be bothered to meal prep for that week. That's when it becomes an issue when it's not a conscious choice, when it's just, you know, the default programming taking hold and then I'm just along for the ride. So let's go ahead and talk about the practical, uh, the practical way to put this into play. So what are some things that you do that you put in place to ensure that you don't default to that? <laughs> That's a good question. I'm actually still figuring trying that to out. Figure that out. <laughs> okay, same so dude. Same. One thing that I'm uh, trying to become better at is in the morning when I, when I wake up mm-hmm. is not immediately grab the phone and start scrolling. Oh yeah. That's a big one. Uh, I'm, trying to take a few minutes to figure out what is my day going to look like? Mm. What are the optimal choices that I want to make that day? Mm. And then same thing at night before I go to bed. It's like evaluate my day. Yeah. What did I do well? What did I wish I did better? And then what are my plans for the next day? And then don't beat yourself up for your failure. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's not helpful at all. No. Beat yourself up. It's not a failure. It is an opportunity to do better. I like that. Yeah. No, that's, that's a really, that's a solid, easy way. We're all on a journey to become better and it's not a straight line. Right. It's, it's ups and downs. Hopefully the trend is up, but you're not, it's like losing weight. You're not going to see the weight come off of the scale every day. You're going to have some days where you gain a little bit of weight and then Mm -hmm. you lose a little bit of weight and then you gain a little bit of weight and hopefully the trend is down. You know, and that's something too. I'm going to kind of go off on a tangent here. The, the whole fitness cult, you know, that, that let's just be real. Those ripped dudes on YouTube or chicks on YouTube and stuff like that. They don't eat kale and, and <laughs> broccoli, broccoli and brown rice and right. chicken breast. And they like. certainly don't stick to whatever diet they're selling you religiously. You know what I mean? First Plus off, the key word right there is sell. Right. Exactly. Yeah, they're selling you a, a bill of goods is what they're doing. Instead of the fight or flight response, you, you got to run it through the filter of reality. And, and even if the people are following that and that's how they stay ripped. Mm -hmm. Is that a way to live? Is that any way to live? That's a good point. You know, it's like what's, and that, that might be their trigger that that might be their obsession. Yeah. Maybe the reason they're ripped is because they feel like they have to be, and they're stuck in a loop of like eating right. Two grapes a day. And I thought back in our day, they called that a disorder. Right. 
Yeah. You know, and, and, and that's the thing. So you have to run it through that reality filter of I am a human being. Who, who do you want to be? What do you want to do? And what, who, who would you be without the fears and the doubts Mm -hmm. that constantly plague you? Well, that happens all the time. Like you ask yourself, why? Yeah. Why am I doing this? You know, and it's in, it takes a lot of self searching to find the answer and it goes to very uncomfortable places. What is the the Dune quote? The fear is the mind killer. I've never seen that movie. It's not. It's not. It's all right. Yeah, that's what I hear. It's like it's like everyone. Some some people are like, oh my gosh, it's not amazing. a huge fan of the books. Either to be honest, like I might piss some Dune fans off, but it's there's nothing <laughs> wrong with the books. It's just not for me. Yeah. So why are we bringing this up? Well, we've both kind of been struggling with it lately. Yeah. Honestly, like again. We're, we're not preaching from the pulpit here. We're on the same level as y'all. Like, um, we have some awareness of what's going on. Right. We have some strategies to combat it, but like, we're, we're still, dealing with it. We're man. still dealing with it. Like we're I going said, through it, it's simple, but it's not easy. Right. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. It feels like a mountain when you're dealing with it. Yeah. And the know? thing about consciousness is it takes effort to, to direct your consciousness. Right. So there, you can't be conscious right. all the time. I mean, that's one of the reasons we sleep, I believe. Well, and you know, it's funny that you brought up the, uh, what you do, the, the beginning of the day and the end of the day, right? Because mm-hmm. almost every self-help book that you read or self-help video, what do they have you do? They have you write your convictions on a mirror. I will do this. I will do this. Like say it every morning and say it before you go to bed, right? Or like religious devotion. I don't. Right? I don't like that either, though, because you're not being conscious. You're just right. rotely reciting a a, a phrase or a right. set of phrases. You're not, unless you're actually conscious of what you're saying, right, all the time. Which, if you're just saying the same shit over and over again, you're probably not. It's not gonna do any good, right? But I, I think the reason that those books and those videos and stuff go into that is it's trying to form the habit of forcing you to take time to be conscious of the, because right. If it just becomes a mantra and this thing that you do, you know, I mean, obviously you do want to maintain a conscious decision, you know, mindset while you're doing that, but it's, it's a good place to start to just take some time in the morning, take some time before you go to bed. I mean, I'm guilty of it. I lay in phone nighttime scrolling time before bed, you know, and just, just take some time to get in your own head. Well, here's another strategy we can talk about is building habits. So habits are things that you do without having to consciously direct effort towards it. Yeah. So let's say you want to develop a gym habit four days a week, four or five days a week. So maybe the first couple of weeks, you really have to direct conscious effort to make yourself go to the gym when you want to. But like eventually it'll become a habit and And you won't have to like think as hard or will yourself to go as much because it's just automatic at that point. Right. Get your subconscious mind to work for you instead of against you. Right. And don't fall on the sword of self deprivation when it doesn't work out. Yeah, absolutely. You know, build yourself up. There's another direction I wanted to go here. Oh yeah. Iron sharpens iron. Ah, that's a good one. So here's another one is have someone that you trust who uh, can tell you what you need to hear mm-hmm. without uh, without sugarcoating it. Accountability. Yes, accountability. To hold you accountable and let you know when you're like maybe not yeah. 
uh, where you should be at or doing what you should be doing. Who knows you well enough to know like who you are trying to become. Right, it doesn't necessarily be need to be a family member. I mean, for yeah. crying I out. mean yeah. the Duke here is yeah. a great accountability partner for me. I try. Yeah. yeah. And uh, same to you. I hope. Yeah. I hope I am for him. Yeah. No, but that's the thing is just, I, I actually uh, read this quote that I really liked. Um, uh, for, for a lot of years, I got really into when I started waking up to everything that was going on in society. I got super into prepping. I got super into self-sufficiency. You know, I think a lot of people are going that direction. Hopefully. But all of my all of my plans before I had a family were to just do it by myself, mm, right? Because yeah. you can travel light. You can travel fast. You don't have a lot of emotional baggage. You could just go. And the thing that I read. I think Mr. Nibbles is at your, uh, your beer there. Oh, no. Oh, oh, don't side, drink beer, side. Mr. Nibbles. He's fine. It's empty. All right. <laughs> Get lit, Mr. Nibbles. You, you, Sorry to interrupt you. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> the live audience has gone rogue, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he's drinking beer. Yeah, and he's about to tip it over. I hope it really is empty. No, it's empty. I finished. I, I killed that about halfway through this podcast right there. Anyway, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, I, and I, I would read these people setting up these co-ops and stuff, and I didn't really get it at first. <clears throat> because I was fairly green to and there, there, there goes the beer. Mm-hmm. Good yeah, job, Mr. No. Nibbles. He's yeah. raging right now. But um, the quote was, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go with others. Yeah. And I really feel like that that is part of that accountability because you can go fast. You can jump into it, man. You can jump in. You can go to the gym five days a week. You can start eating right, blah, 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 blah. But if you don't have anyone in anyone in that loop with you or anyone in that conviction with you, you will default eventually to failure. And for me anyway, when I, ex- when I experience that failure, I just kill myself with the guilt. You know, mm-hmm. I just like, Oh, I'm such a piece of it's shit. It's all I, on you. I did it again. Yeah. I'd fallen in that narcissistic mindset, that programming, that coping mechanism, whatever you want to call it. But if you have say someone like the Baron, who's going through similar situations with me, he can call me out and be like, well, dude, you just had a bad day. You're allowed to do that. Yeah, you're allowed to make mistakes. And you're not starting over from scratch again, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, you're starting over from a place of progress. Yeah, again, you know? ups and downs, but the trend right. is up. But you need to hear that external voice sometimes because the internal voice is deceiving. The Bible says the heart of man is deceitful. The biggest lie that, oh, I hate it. There, there's this quote I saw and it was, it was, it was, it was Jesus and this little girl's like, I didn't put this dream in your heart because I didn't want to make it happen. It's like, yes, Jesus puts things on your heart. You know, obviously I believe, you know, in Christ, but, but the whole like follow your heart, that is not biblical. No, 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 absolutely not. Your heart's going to make you eat two, two dozen donuts and sit in your house. That's what you, that seek comfort, seek stay, you know, just the, the short term. Yeah. Seek, seek stagnation, seek, uh, Oh, uh, another one is, uh, you're perfect just the way you are. Oh my so God. Like, are you really? I like, saw a video. Have you ever seen that chick that goes over the, uh, the overweight, uh, they're all the YouTubers, the body positivity, like oh yeah, the ones that all die before they're 40. Literally. Yeah. yeah. I think the oldest one was 42. Like, yeah, she's dead. He's dead. But, but you know, you, you need to surround yourself. That's another thing that I used to do that a lot of people I think do is people are intimidated to surround themselves with people they see as above them. Mm. They find people that are either 
enabling themselves in the same way that they are and they just surround themselves like Twitter. It's, an echo, it's like Twitter, like an echo chamber, yeah. right? Rather than being better, they surround themselves with people that come to the same things that they do to feel validated. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a circle jerk. It's a giant yeah, yeah. giant circle jerk. And it's really important to find someone that cares enough about you to tell you the truth and hold you accountable, which is a difficult thing to do, granted. What's the saying is like you are the the sum of the five people that you hang out with the, the e- most. Exactly. You are who you associate with. So if you with. associate with people who you view as better than you, right? you're going to strive to be better. And that's another thing you can do to set yourself up for success is not only, you know, you take time, you know, before you start your day or maybe after you start your day or both to really consciously get in your head, allow someone to hold you accountable, get that external voice or to build you up when you're feeling down. Now, I wouldn't necessarily say you have to surround yourself with people who are better than you, but at least surround yourself with people who are aiming as high right, as Right, that you have are. the same general yeah. goal orientation. Yeah, you know? who are trying to become better. Oh, people. man. Yeah. That, that's a big thing about people who are recuperating from like alcoholism and AA. The, the hardest thing to do is say goodbye to the toxic group of people mm. yeah. that were, again, it was a defense mechanism. You fell in there because you felt accepted. You felt validated. You know, but you, you were coping, you weren't trying to improve and neither were they. And if they're not ready to, to jump on that wagon, it's hard to say goodbye, but you just gotta, you gotta do it. You gotta surround yourself with people. Yeah, because if they're not on the same journey of recovery that you are, they're just going to try at least to drag you back into it. Exactly. And what is AA? It's an accountability group. You get sponsors and stuff like that. You you have to kind of form your own accountability group. And, And here's like... I, I am part of an accountability group that I pay for, and it is immensely valuable. But I don't think accountability is the right word, at least not for me. It's That's not mm. what I get out of it. I don't need someone every week to tell me that, uh, hey, this is what you said you were going to do. Yeah. And you didn't do this, this, and this. Right. So that's not what it's about for me. What it's about for me is like once a week, this is a once a week accountability group. Once a week, I am forced to become conscious and aware of the things that I said I was going to do and the person that I want to become. Right. So it's not even about, did I do the things I was going to do? That's not what it's about. But for me, it's, Hey, once a week, I'm reminded of what I'm trying to accomplish and who I'm trying to be. It's forced consciousness basically. And it's also a group where you have made a reservation with yourself that you're not going to come up with excuses Mm-hmm. on why you didn't do those things you're going to hold yourself oh yeah it's like you know some people might lie and come up with excuses for the stuff that they didn't do but like with these accountability groups it's everybody's in the same boat everybody like fucks up right and, and it's not even fucking up it's just sometimes you just don't get the shit done that you wanted to and it's absolutely no shame in that because we all understand we're all in the same boat. We all understand that like we're just not going to get there all the time. Right. But it's also a good exercise to force you. And we're coming back to the consciousness, right? It forces you to be conscious. Yeah. Yeah. It, because the whole point of the group is to think about, Hey, what am I trying to do here? Right. And it, yeah. And that's like the, the problem here is a lack of consciousness. Now, again, you can't be conscious all the time, even when you're awake. You're going to be on autopilot sometimes. So, Well, and it kind of brings us back to where we usually end up, and it's building 
the community around you. Yeah. Iron sharpens iron. And Mm -hmm. another thing that we say all the time is like two people can carry more than they each could alone. Right. So uh, people coming together and working together is a multiplicative force, not an additive force. Absolutely. So, yeah. So I guess the, the short and curlies of it are try to be conscious of what you're doing and surround yourself with like-minded individuals. Yeah. That is the healthiest thing. And again, the reason we're bringing this up is because we're, re- we're reaching, as we bring these podcasts to you, understand we've reached this epiphany within the last two weeks. We're, I mean, we've kind of been, at least I've been going in that direction for a while. Well, right. You go in that but direction But it's something for a while. that you come to and you lose and you come back to and you lose, but it's... Right. And, and the amount of traction I'm getting in my life on the things that I want to do is proportional mm-hmm. to the amount of awareness that I have about this stuff. Mm, that's a better way to say it, yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it come, we kind of just come back to the same things over and over Every again, time, man. I hope we're doing it in an interesting way, at we, least. We don't like right. the way the world is going, and we're yeah. trying to come up with ways to not only make our lives and the world around us better, but we want to bring these ideas to you so that hopefully you can do the same. Yeah. And the reason, you know, the reason we keep coming back to the same thing is like the world is pretty freaking simple, dude. Yeah. Honestly, when you nail it down, the world is simple and it's not rocket science. What did you say about truth the other day? Truth is often like intuitive. You, you, yes. Yeah. The, the reality. Yeah, yeah. 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 Reality is simple and intuitive. It's, uh, mm-hmm. I think Newton said that God created the world in, weights and measures mm-hmm. so what basically what he's saying is god created the world in a way that we can measure and understand that's yeah so <laughs> the the way i go with this is like the easiest way to spot scientific bullshit <laughs> is does it cost a lot and is it complicated well did you know that 10 out of 10 scientists agree uh and somehow come to the conclusions of uh, those who are funding them oh yeah totally. <laughs> but you know there is this idea in modern like physics first it's in all over in science, but let's just take physics for an example. Yeah. I know a ton about physics, <laughs> but there's this idea that like we have to build a bigger and bigger collider uh. to figure out like how the world works and how the universe works and find the particle that'll oh teach us about God. gravity and all that. It's like, bitch, I already fucking know about gravity. You drop something and it goes to the ground. Like, I don't need a multi-billion dollar collider to fucking tell me that, you know? I like, said, bitch. <laughs> am I right? Like, <laughs> no, absolutely. No, no, no. It's like, yeah, no, I, I totally get what you're saying. It's that's, that was just, and, I and what that. they're, what they're really trying to answer is why, right? Why are we here? And that's a philosophical question. It's a question. It's science is never going to be able to answer. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude. So they're, they're just, it's a giant expensive circle jerk is what it is. You know what? And honestly, if you don't want to get religious with it, be the best self you can be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Lower self, higher self, flesh, spirit, whatever you want to call it. You're on this earth once. Well, unless you're one of those reincarnation folks. (laughs) And, uh, but even then, you know, you got karma to deal with. So why not be the best person you can be and try to create the best world around you? And remember, I have to tell myself all the time, you're allowed to make mistakes. I tell myself all the time, three inches is huge. Okay. (laughs) And you know what? Three minutes is a long time. You keep telling yourself that, you know. I will. I will. Listen, I'm an enthusiastic little light switch. (laughs) Don't let let your beliefs limit you. Exactly. 
I mean, well, I, that's, I struggle with that daily. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, I got to get there. I got to pump myself up. You know, like, listen, I just got big hands. Okay. Or, yeah, yeah. That's why the pictures don't come out right. My hands are huge. <laughs> It's proportions. Exactly. It's proportions. I'm a freak of nature. I've got <laughs> giant gorilla hands. So like, yeah, it's going to look small because I'm huge. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and that's why you keep an action figure arm for the photos, right? <laughs> it's just like you take an action figure fishing with you. It always looks way bigger when it's G.I. Joe next to the fish, uh, right? Uh, yeah. Same thing. There's a little, there's a little uh, dating advice for you from the Duke. Oh, all right. I think that's enough for today. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Duke's embarrassing me again. Oh, we're, we're going to get Mr. Nibbles has just had it with us. Oh, yeah. He's back. He went back in his little enclosure on his own. And he's like, you guys suck. You know what? I think he just got boozed up by the uh, by the little uh, beer river in the top of my can there. Hey, and, they're, uh, they're herbivores, right? They're fine. They, I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Probably metabolize it, you know? I mean, right on. <laughs> won't worry about it then. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Well, uh, the... The end game here, guys, is we love you. Yeah. Hey, quick programming note. We oh. do love you, but I also wanted to mention uh, I am upgrading the website. It might be live by the time you see this episode. It might Ooh. not be, but like, check it out. Yeah. You can leave us comments. You can write us emails. Mm-hmm. Um, Bring you in can, the hate uh, now. Sign up for our email list, which right now is basically just going to tell you when we release an episode. And you know what? Tell us what you think. I think we should get like a meme of the week going. Yeah. I also, I'm also going to start a blog. Ooh, Ooh, a blog. Uh, yeah, Baron's getting into some uh, some writing. Ooh, especially when I'm high on mushrooms. Oh man, what? No, he doesn't do that. Proverbially high on mushrooms. Yeah, on uh, shiitake. Yeah, mushrooms. when you get high on those uh, on those shiitakes, <laughs> those stuffed mushrooms with the sausage. Right. They, those, those are so delicious. Oh my god! Right. Anyway, certainly not mind altering. Right. Yeah. Certainly wouldn't. Uh, open up horizons <laughs> anyway that's enough we're getting out of here Peace. see you everybody love you bye <laughs>